Some weird shit, bud. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Greetings. How, I've had a how weird we? night. Uh, <laughs> the be- let's uh, talk uh, weird shit. The, the beat's uh, gone. The beat's gone, bud. I'm I uh, got a beat in my in my brain though. Uh I live by the beat, yeah. Uh <laughs> Okay. Ryan Ryan's had a weird one. Oh man, you guys, Spencer just saved my life because we're buds f- number four L Y F E. Oh, I just wow. got I just got a B U D number four L Y F E tattoo on my face. <laughs> cool. Spencer swooped your boy because your boy's vehicle decided to not be a vehicle anymore today. Ryan, every everything you own is just going to hell, bud. Are you so, Oh, are you cursed? The whole program's cocked, bud. Are you cursed? Did I, you pick up a curse? It it feels that way slightly okay i gotta be honest with you did you piss off somebody with some voodoo skills um i don't know we we've threatened to do a voodoo episode for a long time and we've never done it um but i feel like i need to know more about voodoo before i can have you're getting the first hand (laughs) education right now you know what that's a really good point i i uh my mistake. However, <laughs> um, uh, I have some uh, I have some new sounders for us, but they're all three are related to the topic at hand tonight. So I might I might wait just a little bit to roll them out. Mean there's spooky. A little bit sick. Um, you guys, it's Spooktober. We're getting spooky in this motherfucker. <laughs> I got ghouls in my car. <laughs> I got yeah. Your car is just haunted, dude. It's so haunted, bro. <laughs> You guys, I, the the moral of the story is I was driving my vehicle when my vehicle decided it didn't want to drive anymore on the way to record the pod. Also, so Spencer if, watched my car get towed and then drove me back to the studio. Also, if you're one of the people who like downloads this right when it comes out every week, um, that is why it's late. Sorry. For the other 99% of you, no difference. That sounds like an elaborate excuse, but literally I got to the studio <laughs> at Spencer's uh, about 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And that 15 minutes ago for you downloading this right now was 15 minutes before you're hearing this or, um, or whatever. Do we, do we have any voicemails that we want to play? Oh my gosh. I think we have kind of a handful, don't we? I, I We definitely have some. I'm just wondering if we, if we feel like playing some of them. Well, this one looks weird. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> If there if there's ever been anything more of the ethos of our entertainment podcast that we put into the internet, it would be that. Google has no idea what to do with this All one. All right, this looks weird. <laughs> Let's do it. So That's our entire lives. We're going to play the one that Google can't understand. Game on. Hey, boys. This is Bear. I was just calling to say I was listening to episode number 49. What is Duke of Time Travel? Um... Do we have robot bear? Is that what's going on right now? Uh, uh, I'm so confused. I I, I talk a lot on the show and I don't have words. <laughs> I, there's two more minutes of this, so I guess we're gonna. I we gotta we gotta. F- f- uh, sure enough, I accidentally downloaded my consciousness into this here Bell's neuron. Anyway, it's kind of long inside this thing, but I wanted to say you guys really did a great job on that episode. I really enjoyed how you boys approached the topic. And I guess I should also say that I can see myself sitting in front of a computer. And here's the crazy thing, boys. I'm just sitting there looking straight at the computer, which I am now trapped inside of. I've been staring right at myself for what seems like an eternity now, and I haven't seen myself blink once. And I'm starting to wonder all kinds of things like, is my physical body still alive? Can I re-enter it somehow? And if so, how? Do I have a limited amount of time to get back in? And then I started to think, maybe I'm permanently separated from my physical form. Maybe there's no getting back in. But then are there two bears? The one outside and me inside the computer. Can we communicate? Does the physical bear know that I'm in here? And why isn't he moving? Is he really not moving? Or 
As my perspective just changed now that I'm inside this cell, what I'm saying, boys, is, does my body just appear to frozen in time because my thoughts are now moving at just under the speed of light while my physical form is still moving at its normal pace, which is now incomprehensible slow to me? And how long have I been in here, anyway? Is this just the first fraction of second? Anyway, I guess I should tell you right now that. Uh, all right, guys, look. <laughs> of course it ended with, I guess I should just tell you right now that. And then uh, I got I got to say something, guys. I had a rough night <laughs> and I I'm not prepared for whatever that just was. <laughs> you motherfuckers can't troll us like that. I, I, I got I got a sanity to keep track of you motherfuckers. I like the idea that that was Bear being meta about Bear, but I feel like that was one of you other motherfuckers trying to be Bear, and that's not fucking cool, man, because Bear is the homie, and don't fucking try to be Bear when you're not Bear. Unless that was Bear, then I'm like, Bear, salute. That's meta and weird and awesome, but if that wasn't Bear, you better fucking you better fucking check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> what if it is Bear and also... It is computer, computer bear. bear. Yeah. Well, we fucking need to How do, do Miss Frizzle's him? magic school bus and dive into our microphones. And get our asses so down can, to Indiana So ASAP. we can tap into the internets and go fucking save yeah. him in the Matrix. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's our TV show. Oh. We, you guys, we're we've just, been scheming. We're just rebooting the magic school bus. Oh, my God. But it's like, but it's not the magic school bus. It's just us diving into our microphones and then using the internet to travel into alternate dimensions. But and I fucking, mean, that was the magic school bus. But they were diving into fucking human bodies and being fucking gross and creepy about and it. We're just trying to use the internet. And not one goddamn permission slip in the whole series. Oh, yeah. Can we, shrink your, can we shrink your child to one one thousandth of their normal size and inject it into a human body that's fucking gross <laughs> you don't get to decide dude i so a lot of things about that voicemail shocked me um i don't even know where to start but maybe the most shocking is that that's just the one that i picked randomly to start with <laughs> you guys are we getting weirder or are you getting uh, weirder or both because like we never screen these and sometimes it goes poorly but that went really well for me just randomly picking one i mean well is one way to describe that it was entertaining facts um we got two odd short voicemails from the same phone number okay um i guess here we go okay hey yo ever give a dog raspberry <laughs> Oh, that's oh, it's Cam. A, that's a Cam hot. So it's, so it's Cam asking if we've ever given a dog a raspberry. Uh, what if you gave a dog a raspberry, perhaps? Sick. Uh, I have not. Ice cubes, though, very entertaining, especially it's if you have hardwood floors. True, true. They'll chase them forever. And then they just disappear eventually, which that's, is very confusing for a dog. That sounds like the intro, like the like the setup to a joke that has gone unfinished. Well, that was the second of the two voicemails. Is that the punchline to a joke? Um... Hmm. It was a tricycle. God damn it! It was a tricycle. God damn it! Yes, which oh. I think is a reference to captured by robots. Correct. Um, which I have found a correspondent to attend with me on Friday night. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, uh huh. So we'll be in there um, this coming Friday. I think we're gonna have the fanciest episode of "Is It Trash" that has ever existed. Oh, great point! <laughs> great point. Yeah, we should do that on the uh, Patreon. That should be the Patreon next week. Patreon.com/slash What If Podcast. You can get double the amount of episodes of the What If Podcast every week. Captured by robots. Is it trash? Uh, I have a feeling that regardless of how good or bad they are at making music. It will not be trash. Like it will be entertainment in some fine form. That's that's my initial thought too, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I mean it could be truly offensive and you could be as a person who is somewhat hard to offend. Just... I was going to say I'm not offended very easily usually, but I I welcome the challenge. It might it may hurt your soul. <laughs> and then Actually, I'm offended on like a a musical level pretty often. That's true. On like a, a social, like moral level, very rarely. I'm offended like 
pretty deeply by shitty music though. So it might not be that hard. Yeah. But also I think, you know, if I were to like put you on a seesaw, like your Mm. tolerance for shitty music Mm -hmm. is pretty low. Yep. But if there's like a, um, an addition of strange Ro- robotics, robotic perhaps. weirdness. I'm, I Your mean, tolerance for shitty music will go up if the, the you know the the pressure of shitty robotic weirdness. I feel increases, like if, you, if you add friends, robots, and whiskey to any situation, like you have a very high floor of how shitty it can be. Um, yeah, you know that's I mean? that's true. In fact, I think that was my initial reaction to the first actual audio clip i heard of uh captured by robots captured by robots there is an exclamation point yeah i had to to phrase it properly let's get it um was this sounds better than i would expect for a robot band well it makes sense like metal shit the way it's played and then especially the way it's recorded and edited is super robotic these days true 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 because you gotta hit that click yeah and then all those drums and guitars and stuff are like edited to a grid afterwards. And like part of the aesthetic in modern metal shit is like, how robotic can it be almost? How, so how I, I like that dude took it bass. there. Yeah. Well, and night like speed. Yes. But also like how precise can it be? You know? And if you're going to just fucking take it all the way, the logical conclusion is just programming a robot to play that shit. Right. I don't I need- fuck with it. I don't need a dude who's got to sweat for three hours with his long hair. Who I have to pay to go on the road. Who I have to pay. And feed. What's that robot going to do with a per diem on, the, on tour? He's going to, you know what, you know what a robot won't do? Accidentally lose a stick. Mm. Did you say his stick? I'm saying I don't, I don't. a drummer in the process of going nuts, his, his shitty fleshy maws are going to fucking slip and throw a stick and then he's got to grab a stick and he's going to miss a beat. You know what doesn't do that? A fucking robot. Right. With robot hands. Robots. I mean, a lot of joints, a lot of like pros to having robots in your band instead of humans. Can't be late for sound check. Facts. As, Uh, as people who have both been in multiple bands in our history of life, strong, a already a strong take carry on. Can't get drunk before you go on. Well, sometimes that's fun, but also potentially a problem. Uh, robot drunk. What's robot drunk. Won't bring any like extra people to rehearsal or the studio. Ugh. right. Nothing worse. Nothing worse than when somebody shows up to rehearsal with like, Guys, I know it's cool that you're friends. others or friends or anybody who's not part of playing the fucking music. Hey, quick PSA. Now that there's a lot of you that listen to this, we can do PSAs. Quick sure. PSA. We can do what um, we want. If you, have, if you have friends that are in bands or make music, it is, I get it. It's cool to be in a studio for the first time, and it's cool to be backstage at a concert for the first time. You should do that for a grand total of roughly two and a half minutes. And then you should fuck off. <laughs> so don't, just go see it and go, this is cool. All right, man, check you later. <laughs> and then, and then don't, don't do that. Cause you know, who doesn't like it when you do that? Everyone, like the person Correct. performing, your friend doesn't like it. No one who's performing with your friend likes it. No one who's recording with your friend likes it. So we had a request. We've had a couple of requests over the two years that we've done this show uh-huh. that we should talk more music because yeah, it's a thing that we have opinions about <laughs> and have done. I would <laughs> say have a some ex- significant amount have of some experience in the with. last decade. Yes. Um, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, I write and produce music for a living. Ryan has written poetry and raps for 10 years. Yeah. A very long time More. we've made and performed and toured together and all that shit. Right. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna take a a, a couple minutes to see a short what, detour to see what us talking about music on a podcast might sound like. Hey, uh, I'm gonna start by reading the TDE studio rules because I feel like these mm. need to be out in the world as mm. often as they possibly can be. 
Uh, for those of you who don't know, TDE stands for Top Dog Entertainment. That's Kendrick Lamar's label. That includes Schoolboy Q and Isaiah Rashad and Absol and SZA, SZA and Sir. Oh, and fucking J Rock. Yep. All right. Also, listen to all their music if you don't. These are just on a piece of eight and a half by 11 paper. And at the top, it says studio rules, bitch. Two exclamation points. <laughs> Shots fired instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, if you ain't one of the homies, don't be Instagramming, you creepy motherfucker. <laughs> I don't want to look on your Twitter and find a creepy ass pig of me or one of the homies. Matter of fact, no Twitter or Instagram in the studio. Act like you've been around a bunch of rich gentlemen from the bottom before. True. Number two. <laughs> If the homies just met you and decide to clown on your bitch ass, sit there and deal with it. It's part of the creative juices. Number three. We flame our friends when it's not part of the creative juices. Oh, but, and, it, but it always is. And also when it is, exactly. <laughs> but it always is. It's part of life's creative juices. Facts. Number three. Don't touch, ask, or reach for Q's weed unless he thinks you're cool enough to pass it to you. We only smoke... I don't know what that word is. Stur <laughs> Stursinals around here, boy. Stursinals. S-T-E-R-O-N. S-T-E-R-S-O-N-A-L-S. Stursinals. It sounds like a modification of the word personals, like personal stashes. I would say Stursinals would be a personal stash. That makes sense. Stursinal. Yeah. Uh, number four, which As is. As in bring your own shit. Yeah. Number four, which is my favorite of the five studio rules. Mm, talk to him. Shut up and look ugly for the homies. <laughs> Which is just like, just a good rule in general. Like, just, that's how I go about life. I'm going to sit here and shut up and look ugly. I'm going to probably For the learn. homies, though, out of respect, I'm going to sit here and shut up and look ugly. Right. And yeah. I'm going to learn something. Because I love y'all. And it's going to be funny. <laughs> and I'm just going to sit here and shut up and look ugly. Number five, remember these rules and you might get a meal out of the food budget. Facts. Facts. I, so, th this is what us doing a music podcast sounds like. Man, we'd be, uh, we'd have a lot of opinions. We'd have probably more opinions than we have about our weirdness, but. Yeah, but that, that might be a problem at some point, at least. We kind me. of already have too many opinions. Me talking <laughs> shit about music on the internet is not good for business. So we're going to we'll do it every once in a while. Spencer, uh, Spencer would, <laughs> Spencer's podcast would just turn into being like, and this motherfucker, <laughs> well, well, this shit dumb as hell. I would then, just, I would just be broke, and then I wouldn't be able to do podcasts anymore because I'd have to go get a job. No one, <laughs> no one would make music with you anymore because be like, this dude's an asshole about music to everybody. All right, shall we? Show me all your vampires. Oh, yeah, dude. It took us two years, but we got our first Adventure Time drop on the show. It's Spooktober, motherfuckers. <laughs> I hate it. Um. I don't. I fucking love it. <laughs> and this is for real, for real. Dude, why it, we're doing this topic. Uh, it I mean, it kind of. It, no, I know. It just, it, it grossed me out just even reading about vampires today. Define grossed you out. Uh, you know, I read a lot of things about people like stabbing each other and drinking blood. It is, it is a whole gross tradition, isn't it? <laughs> it's a tradition now. Well. I, like, I just like that, that word choice. I guess, you know, not. Maybe maybe tradition is like kind of the word. Mm, yeah, sure. You don't think so? Uh, I mean that would that would imply that it's actually been happening for a long time. Do you have evidence of such? Um. Well, so today uh, we're talking about what if vampires are and or were real. Mm hmm. Um. I can confirm that they are presently real. In what sense? That's where I spent most of my time today. You talking about the weird people that are weird people that do weird vampire people shit? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'll give us some history into it, and then we can transition to Spencer to talk about our weird contemporary... Perfect. Contemporaries of Perfect. Uh, of the weird vampire world, because, boy, that's a, that is a thing. Um, so Spencer says they are real. I think they were real in the way that we understood them to be real at the time. And I, when I say we, I mean we as society and culture. But the we uh, evolved a lot over time, if that makes sense. I didn't follow that. Like, the I, what I should say is the version of it that we believed in evolved over time. Got it. So the 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 vampire as we know it today is 
a very um, different, I, I, I guess, like cultural definition of what a vampire is uh, than what was understood to be the cultural definition of a vampire a hundred years ago and also a thousand and two thousand years ago. So first question. Yes. Two-parter. Yes. Uh-oh. Dude, what, come on. What was the <laughs> We're first... We're not smart people nah, here. Well, you know. See, you all didn't happen to do a bunch of drugs, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to find some relevant Buffy drops today because that was my research was mostly oh, watching Buffy. Oh, <laughs> boy, that's a good one. Well, that's been added to the canon. Um... Also, everything sounds better today. I don't know if it's in our headphones or in the world, but we sound fucking great right now. You feeling good today, bro? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, I've repatched some things at the studio and acquired some new things. I mm. think we sound fucking lovely. Mm. Um, what is the first like reference to vampires in the history of the world? And second, aren't they immortal? So shouldn't there be, if vampires are real, evidence of them going back to the beginning of human times? Um, or wait, that's not how that would work logically. How long have vampires been around for? I think is my question. So I got to go back to my notes to find, I have, um, I have like first instance of the word in literature, but let me, I mean, that's close to what I'm asking. Yep. yep, Let's start with that. Yeah. Hang on. Let me, um, okay. So the, the, uh, the first, Use of the word that we have is from 1734. Damn, we were writing stuff back then, huh? Uh huh. <laughs> A slightly modified spelling as V A M P Y R E. Oh, I think that one's way cooler. We should have stuck with that. I completely agree with you. It's unequivocally the better spelling. Unequivocally? Unequivocally. Is that a word? Of course it is. Okay. <laughs> It's no, it is though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah whatever. Carry on. <laughs> Wait, isn't it what? Go ahead, correct, correct me. I'm an English major, boy. I, I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also you had a streak of like at least ten show notes in a row that had significant typos in them. That's because sometimes we move fast. <laughs> Unequivocally. Uh, wh- pronounce that one more time. Unequivocally. Yeah, you added a syllable the first time. What'd I say? Unequivocably. You put a B oh, in there. Ably. Yeah, I did do that. You know what? Sometimes you gotta have you gotta have a tough night. <laughs> <laughs> See, you all didn't happen to do a bunch of drugs, did you? No. But I did have I mean, a tough should, night. I mean <laughs> I got some if you wanna if you wanna turn your night around. You know. Yeah, okay. V A M P Y R E seventeen thirty four. Uh it says it's from a travelogue, which I don't understand what that is. That to Who me, the fuck was blogging about their travels in 1749 or whatever it, you said? No, I actually, I actually, that might legit be what it is. Uh, but, uh, travels of three English gentlemen published in the Harleian Miscellany in 1745. They found a vampire? Uh, well, what they were, they just referred to it as like a concept. And apparently the concept of vampires had already been around in French and German literature around the time. Wait. So yeah, the so concept it, existed in the, French and German literature. Correct. These the English- first instance of the English word that we have is from 1734. And it's them making reference to... Um, I don't have the actual quote from what it is, but it's a reference to the okay. concept of vampires. But the concept goes back farther. The concept goes back further. We Got have uh, we have data going back to not data, but we have references going back in those other languages to the early earlier 1700s of a practice of political officials uh, exhuming bodies from the grave. Yes, I want to talk about this shit because it's fucking weird and quote. Killing vampires. Yes. Dude. So going as far back uh, in Austria and Serbia to 1718, 1725, and 1732. So before we get there, okay, because I do want to get there, but before we get there, I want to push us back a little bit further because that's our first written sort of 
elements of the concept of a vampire, which didn't, didn't the Greek have something about vampires? So or like a similar concept? A similar concept. In fact, a lot of cultures had similar concepts, but the concepts originally were usually just um some sort of manifestation of the undead. So someone who had mm. died and come back to life. And we and we talk a lot about that. Like it's almost zombie like in the I was gonna say, what's origin. the distinction between vampire and zombie then? Or so was there not? Not not a ton. In fact, there's more overlap from the earlier versions than I had any idea that there were. Like the concept of a zombie being a dead person come back to life with an illness that like bites or feeds on human beings. That's yeah. a very zombie like description, but it's also a very vampire mm. description as well. If you think about that one, at a base one, level, one eats brains and one eats blood or psychic energy, as I as I learned about today. That oh was, yeah, that was new to me. Oh yeah. So, okay. Can we talk about the exhuming and re-killing of people real quick? Well, so let me um, let me we can. But let me let me go through a little bit of like the kind of progression to get to that point. Okay. So originally speaking, the concept of vampire, again, not like specifically called vampire in a lot of other um, cultures or countries or languages, they were called different things, but it was the concept of a human being who had died and came back to life in some capacity to draw energy from alive beings to sustain them in the afterlife. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's where we get the whole concept of blood sucking from, but originally blood sucking wasn't necessarily part of the earlier versions. It was just the concept of um, like drawing sustenance from alive beings as an undead being, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you were dead. Yep. Now you're still dead, but you're moving around and doing stuff. Right. And to be able to keep moving around and doing stuff, you have to take energy of some kind from actually live people. Correct. That's a that's a very good way to explain it. Okay. So as in like to be more alive, you need to consume some sort of energy from an alive person. I uh, uh, I was yeah. I was thinking about like why the undead idea is so pervasive in mythology and still is. Yep. And I, I couldn't, I didn't really come up with any like great answers for that of like why that's so present in our collective consciousness. Yep. But I did, uh, read about how, like, especially during the middle ages, uh, when a lot of people were dying all the time because there was lots of disease and, uh, -huh. Lives just weren't as long as they are now. Yep. Uh, people would sometimes be buried while technically still alive because there weren't good systems for determining if someone was alive or dead. Yeah. So we have like, we have instances of people who like, we didn't, it sounds wild, but it's true. At a certain point, we weren't fully understanding of like the best places to check for pulses. So people who were, unconscious for long periods of time or in short-term comas or whatever, where people who could have medically be can been considered dead at the time you're at, saying they were the time. Yeah, right, right, right. And yeah, then and, or, and treated as such. And there are some diseases and I of course didn't write down the name of them, but th there are diseases that can either uh, lower or weaken the pulse to an extent that it's hard to detect. Yes. Um, by traditional like, two fingers on the neck or wrist type of detection. Right. And there were at least some instances of people being buried while still technically alive and then actually like recovering consciousness after being buried. Right. And so <laughs> if you then would have exhumed one of those graves, you would have found someone who had like actually moved around and done things uh, after you had buried them. Yeah. And to get, like extra Halloween creepy for you. One of the best um, evidences of that that we've found is um, like I was gonna be like, do we need a do we need a quick? Uh, 
Disclaimer you're gonna, you're gonna get was the oh, word I was looking for. I don't know what you're going to say, so you're going to have to make that call. I'm going to say no because we've never had one single disclaimer in all the stupid shit I know. we've talked Why about. Do I, I feel like in the last couple episodes, I've like talked about a disclaimer for some that, reason. That I'm not entirely call, sure calling why. and leaving us a voicemail freaked you out. That might have been it. Like, <laughs> I guess if there's any more six-year-olds hanging out, now's the time to not hang out. Dude, that's not on us. It's that's not on us. shitty parenting. I'm you sorry. You know what? You're right. We out here. Yeah. We out here. Um... The 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 evidence that had been found after exhuming some bodies, which had been done for medical reasons and whatever, um, was claw marks on the inside of coffins of people actually trying to escape coffins after having essentially woken up out of some sort of coma or death state and trying to um, get out of the box that they were inside of. That's an idea. It's not an idea. It's a fucking nightmare. It's, it's, what the it's fuck a it thing is. that I'm thinking about yeah. that I don't want to think about. Yeah, when no. You, and I'm sorry that I put that into all of your brains. When but, you say claw marks, you mean like fingernails, I mean scratches, like, though, I mean right? Like, yeah, I mean like using their... They didn't, they didn't bury an eagle, right? No, I just mean they were clawing at the inside of what they were in to try to right, get right, right, out right, of right. it because they had been legitimately buried alive. Heck! Yeah, that's not a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to get to the part of intentionally exhuming those bodies though i just wanted to say we have this concept of the undead coming back to life sustaining energy from people but originally the concept of vampires isn't anything like we have in our contemporary culture uh vampires were this sort of culturally understood concept of these like brooding kind of like awful bulbous like beast like human beings yeah there's some some of the i just love that word some of the original descriptions talk about them, uh, like the concept of a vam, a vampirical being being like um, purple faced because of the concept of them like eating human flesh or like sucking human blood to sustain their life form. Dude, people are fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, we got so much weird shit bouncing around in our brains all the time. It's true. It's and true. then you run into a couple other people who have the same weird shit bouncing around in their weird brains. And you're like, hey, you too, huh? Must be real. Um, Can we talk about digging people up and killing them a second time yet? We didn't get to this concept of... Uh, Not here for the history lessons, Ryan. I con- want to talk about weird <laughs> shit and killing people two times. Our contemporary version of uh, of the the vampire until we got more into the sort of like late 1800s version of vampires which is Bram Stoker's Dracula which is maybe one of the more mm. classic understandings of uh or not understandings but like visions of a vampire which is a much more um regal and maybe seductive version of a vampire I mean there's nothing more intimate than drinking someone else's blood right um, Vampires got to be at least a little bit sexy. True story. True story. I learned today that the the whole cape thing was introduced in a uh, stage adaptation. Oh, I didn't to, know that. To hide a uh, a trap door disappearance. Ooh, fancy! So you, you extend the cape and then you jump through the the trap door. You leave the cape. It looks uh-huh. like looks like Doctor Acula disappeared. Doctor Acula. Uh, I forgot to pull the Mitch Hedberg. Sounder, I should have. Hey, um, yeah, and then that that version, that costuming of of vampires stuck from that point. Sure, 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 sure. Nosferatu, have you seen it? Uh, I've seen clips. I've never seen the whole thing. <sighs> what are you doing after this? You want to watch a, a silent watch? movie from the twenties? Not particularly. I'll live score it for you. I'd like to <laughs> mostly with sound effects and sounders. I'd, I'd like to go get my car, but it, chances are mm. at the time of night we're at right now, that will not be the case. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to watch Nosferatu. So in the late 19th century, which is like right around, like right around the time that, uh, Bram Circus Dracula was being, uh, written and coming out. There was a similar, well, not similar, but there was a similar, I guess, attention to the concept of vampires that was happening in New England in the United States. And it's sometimes referred to as the New England vampire panic. Yes. And around this Kill time in the late Kill them twice. <laughs> in the late 19th century, um 
in the regions of Rhode Island, Eastern Connecticut, Vermont, and general parts of New England. Burn their hearts. Burn their hearts. That's one way to do it. <laughs> um, there were outbreaks of what we know now today as being tuberculosis. They were vampires. <laughs> um, at the time, though, what, we didn't what know is, what tuberculosis was. Okay, so for those of us that still might not really have a good understanding of what tuberculosis was sure. slash is, what what it do? Uh, tuberculosis is a disease where basically... You also, get, I'm asking you like you know things about um, science and medicine. But I can. I'm I'm excited to hear your answer anyway. I mean, I can give you. I mean, I've read up on it. I can give you like a right. general okay. vibe of it. Let's go. Basically, you get a super duper gnarly fever and sweats, and you cough up like foamy, nasty shit and blood, mm. and blood you from die. the mouth and death. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a gnarly disease that is passed from human to human in the same way through mm. like bodily fluids. So spit and coughs and blood. other bodily fluids, blood, etc. Um, But at the time we didn't know what it was, but often it would be passed through families and could sometimes take an extended period of time to kill a person. Not everyone died from it. The survival rate was only like 25%. The roughly, survival rate was only 25%. 75% of people that got uh, were a contagious form of tuberculosis at the time because we didn't know what it was, died from it. God damn. Yeah, bad luck, right? That sucks. For sure. Um, in fact, one of the things that I read, I have it in my notes here, it was um, that doctors recommended people... Why, why did we have doctors then? <laughs> what was... It? Somebody put it in the Facebook group. Go join the Facebook group, guys. It's been getting lit lately. If you go to the doctor and they're just like, yeah, I don't know, but you'll probably die. Why is that an... Why is that a profession? It's that meme where the doctor's like, damn, you got ghosts in your blood. You should do some coke about it. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, like, what are you... What are you contributing here? Well, and wasn't the explanation for a lot of things, like, religious anyway? Or fucking, in this case... For just their diseases? The explanation for things. Um... Or yes. in this case, like folklorish. I, I mean, yes. So what was the doctor doing? Oh, you, you know that guy that that died a couple weeks ago. Dig him up. Yep, that's the problem. That'll fix your kid. I mean, it's it is sort of in some ways like um, it's like it's like a level of mysticism or um, very misguided, but yes. Yeah, I'm just saying, like it's it's. It's when Western medicine was so undeveloped that we were entertaining this concept of like calling oh, that I don't know, calling be. that Western medicine is very generous. <laughs> I'm saying like if your tooth hurt, we'd yank it out, and that was because we knew that teeth was gonna fuck the rest of your shit up. But if your family members are all dying, we were like, maybe you should dig your family members up and kill them again and because burn they their might heart be and rearrange their bones into a cross, right? And right. Smash various pieces of them. Yes. So the, the, the concept <laughs> of it was tuberculosis was super uh, contagious inside of a family. It's a bacterial disease uh, that killed most people. And often in a family, when you lived with a lot of people in close quarters, it would kill a lot of people in that family at a time. The, the mythology that overtook this was that vampires were essentially a dead family member who had died in a sense of... Um, a, discomfort is is not a strong enough word but um agony agony who was coming back to try to sustain themselves or bring themselves back to life by drawing on the life of their own family members dicks and in the process actually killing their own family members mm. so the prescribed solution to not have your dead family members Kill them Come twice. Come back and make more of your family members dead. Fuck him up. Was to find uh, creative ways. Take his feet. To kill those family members a second time to ensure they not come back and take more lives of your family. Steal their hearts. So I think Spencer seems to have a pretty good list uh, <laughs> on deck. I have, of, I have a specific story about this, actually, that I would love to share i would love to hear it uh, of, is this of, an appropriate time now by all means treating family members like vampires and killing them twice to get them uh away 
from your life and the you, lives of those you, you love. You, you want to keep going? Yeah, uh, okay. I'm asking questions <laughs> until you answer one of my questions. Oh, I'm ready. All I'm right. not answering any of your questions, but I'm ready to talk if you want. Go nuts. Okay. Griswold, Connecticut, 1990. The Griswold family Christmas. Have you seen any of them? Uh, fuck yeah. Uh, what, dude? I know. I never assume that I've you've seen, seen any movies. I've seen Vegas and Christmas. Okay. Uh, some Christmas kids. is OG favorite. Okay. I didn't grow up with them, and watching them now, they're just horrible. Because mm. I... If you grew up with that movie, watching it every year is fun. Yeah, I didn't. And then I tried as an adult, and it's just a shitty movie. <laughs> I get it. There's like there's like some very 80s humor in it. Yeah. Griswold, Connecticut, in 1990, some kids found some graves. <laughs> Sick. Mm-hmm. And they told their parents about it, who told the police about it. And the police originally thought that they might be related to a serial killer who had been operating in the area. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. This moved quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that's an idea. Uh, and hey, there's dead shit. I think it's the guy that's <laughs> killing people. I don't All think right. they, they referred to the bodies as dead shit, but maybe they did. Well. So anyway, they... I they, mean, once you're gone, you're, you're dead shit. <laughs> they taped off the area and... Started investigating because they thought it might be re- related to like an ongoing thing. What year was this? 1990. Oh, this is way more contemporary than I thought you were going with mm-hmm. this. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Well, it turns out that the graves were not recent and they were actually from the 1800s. So they, which I would think would be pretty obvious even to a child and especially to an adult police officer, but you well, know. I would also think that that wouldn't be like. Never. It's it's hard to underestimate cops. It turns out. Dun 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 dun. Uh, Heck, there. That's one. <laughs> anyway, since they were almost two hundred years old, they decided to exhume one of them, one of the graves, and they found inside the remains of a uh, wooden coffin that had been painted red, and a pair of quote skeletal feet. Uh, put it on the list. Sick. Which were in, like, normal anatomical position at the bottom of the coffin. Uh, But as they kept uncovering stuff, the rest of the bones had been totally rearranged. They had chopped off the skull, uh, and they had put the skull and the, what are the the big bones in your legs? Your femur. Yeah. They had taken the skull and the femur and set them on top of the, like, the ribcage and the spine. They made a pirate flag, um, but not of a person. And they had arranged them in a, quote, skull and crossbones motif. <laughs> fucking nailed it, dude. I fucking nailed it. Um, the beheading, along with the rib fractures and some other, quote, unquote, injuries, had occurred approximately five years after this person had died. Um, that's a good question. I, mean, I, I guess you could maybe date, like the the you would have had to do some cutting and hacking and stuff, and maybe you could, I don't know, somehow date the rate of decay. Mm. I not a scientist. I don't fucking know. Hey, somebody else offered their uh, biological and scientific services to us. And, so, and you know what I want to say, you guys. Thank you fucking so much for being like earnest and loving and helpful because you guys are all fucking awesome. I, and also we're just dipshits that are probably going to soldier forth. And okay. like, <laughs> I was, I was going to give a similar answer yeah, in a less I, polite way of, of like, we appreciate it. And also like, we're not going to hit you up because we don't really care. I mean, about no, getting the, I don't, no, we, I don't we think care that's about entirely y'all. true. I, I don't care about individual pieces of our stories being accurate. That's not really what we're here for. I do have like, I do have questions about things. I'm sure we will hit up some of you. What I'm trying to say is we appreciate your earnesty and your honesty and your offer to be like sweet and helpful. And also I think we're just like kind of accepting our lot in life that we're kind of <laughs> dumb and we're just kind of going to like, we're going to kind of work through it. You know, the, the point of this podcast is not to get, a lot of things right as to, often as possible. To be honest, you guys kind of like it when we're dumb and that comes hey, pretty naturally to us. Like. <laughs> well, I mean, y'all have expressed it to us. They might be hate listening to this show right well, now. I, I mean, 
that can't be true because all the emails and phone calls we get are hateless. So if y'all were hateful, mm. we would most. Ah, we, bruh. It's been a while. Ninety nine percent of the right. shit we You're get, right. y'all y'all are sending love. What I'm trying to say is, we're gonna keep fucking up, and thank you for helping us or wanting to help us not fuck up. But we're probably just gonna keep fucking this. up with or without you. We're gonna keep fucking up. So, True. so thank you for being smarter True. than us. Please take that energy into the world and help others. Educate others. Help yeah. others. We are helpless. Send our help to others. <laughs> we're beyond saving. What's R- up with y'all? Rescue, <laughs> rescue the rest of them. We are beyond repair. Why are you being so lazy, my boy? It's not laziness, well, it's just stupidity. I was speaking for myself. Well, it's a combination. <laughs> we'll call it both. I'm pretty smart. I'm also pretty lazy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, after they cut off the dude's head and rearranged <laughs> his bones into a, a cross, they then smashed the coffin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would have just taken his feet. Well, he can't come haunt you if, you if he doesn't have feet. Or just take his head, he will never find you. I mean... Yeah, I don't know. Well, smashing the coffin seems like it'd make it easier, if anything. We got to talk a little bit about the methodologies in a second, but keep going. Okay. Um, There's a researcher named Michael Bell who researches a lot of the New England vampire cases that you were referencing earlier. Uh huh. And uh, he also researched this specific one from 1990 that we've been talking about. And, uh, he has seen a pattern of the like rib cage fractures specifically sure. that were present in this one, which he believes are due to people attempting to and or succeeding at uh, removing the person's heart mm. in order to burn it. Mm. Because if they don't have a heart, then I guess they can't go around vampirizing people. Sure. Mm-hmm. The, um, I like that. I appreciate you letting me get away with the word vampirizing, by the way. Yeah, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fuck with that. <laughs> that's that's acceptable. Um there's this very interesting concept that goes back beyond kind of our contemporary understanding of the word vampire to the concept of uh double killing the dead to keep them dead. I mean that is they're not gonna if you're wrong, they're not gonna mind. Uh, you know what I mean? Yes. And if it makes you feel better, I say go for it. Sure. Like if, just, if I, just double checking. If I die and you have a, a hunch that I'm like fucking with you in the afterlife, come back. You can go take. You can go pull me up and take my head off. I'm not gonna mind. Yeah, I won't even know. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Do whatever you want to my body after I die. <laughs> for sure. The the concept it's on the of- record. That's. <laughs> That's true. I haven't asked my lawyer, but I think that stands. This is this is yeah. legal. Yeah, uh-huh. this is legal. Uh-huh. Parody, parody. Nope. Uh, nope. Nope. Stand by it. Not this one. <laughs> um, for instance, we can go as far back as the ninth century to the Danish island of Finn, F Y N. Sure. Um, full of vampires. Uh, one yeah. vampire per square meter. It's like that island full of snakes. Not necessarily vampires, like I like I said, like in the way that we understand them today, but um, there's a runestone with engravings on it. So runestone is a word I've heard a lot of times. Don't know what it means. I don't actually understand like the true definition of it. I think it just means I just like think of religious Zelda stone with a purpose, but um, a stone with a purpose. I said religious stone with a purpose, but... Right, I'm trying to imagine a stone having a purpose before I got to the other part of that sentence. It just says a large stone carved with runes, which is like symbols. Okay. Uh, Runic inscription. A nicely decorated rock. Uh, Traditionally by ancient Scandinavians or Anglo-Saxons. Yep. All right. Fancy rocks belonging to the Lord. The Vikings. Got it. Long story short, though, uh, this this uh, Danish runestone was inscribed with, quote, a grave binding inscription, which is essentially instructions on ways to tie up a dead body when you put it in the grave to prevent it from coming back. Dude, this vampire shit gets so weird and sexual. I don't know. Oh. 
Yeah, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> when you put it like that, like that, um, I've been, I've been watching Buffy and that whole show. I mean, I know it's like aimed at well, teenagers and shit. Yeah, but they're also not wrong that like there's a lot of weird sexual tension around the the vampire myths. That is real. That is real. I don't get it. Um, just, so just get it on in the way that you want to get it on before you die. It's a lot easier. That's a good. Point. No one's gonna judge you. Forgetting it on the way you want to get it yeah. on while you're alive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Go have di- fun, man. It seems like dying first is not a great way to get to that. No. We, we don't know what's after there. <laughs> well, <laughs> oops. <laughs> your friends might tie you up and fuck with you. Apparently, well, there's or, that, or your family in some cases. Um, we've got a whole bunch of instances of human beings basically like staking body parts. Can be stomach, can be heart, sometimes through the mouth. Like with a wooden stake being uh, impaled? Wood, yes, in the way that we traditionally know, like stab a vampire in the heart with a wooden stake. Yeah, duh. Can kill them. Um, but more so dead bodies being pierced with wood or metal stakes in a way of like... Stay there. You're getting nailed to the ground kind of as a fucking dead body. Again, like, like, hey, you can't come back and be a dick, okay? Don't be a dick. Well, again, like, if it makes you feel better, fucking go for it. They're not going to mind. I'm saying. I'm saying. Um, You've got incineration. There are traditions that have been documented of people pouring boiling water over the grave once the grave has been covered. Um, Uh, I don't get that one. What what is that supposed to do? Uh. I don't. They can't climb uh, out because it's too hot. I don't know. Like I, I don't seconds. have a lot. I don't. I don't understand the logic behind ninety percent of this. That I can't, one doesn't make any sense to me, though. Sure. Um, I still don't fully understand. I tried to look into it. I don't understand the origin of the garlic thing. Mm. Um, it's like a very traditional one, but um, we've seen instances documented in Romania of uh placing garlic in the mouths of dead people. Oh, I saw I saw some shit about putting rocks in people's mouths too. Did you come across that? Rocks. I've also seen chunks of metal. What I I didn't understand what the purpose of that was supposed to be. I didn't I didn't get a clear description of it either. My understanding of it is similar to the staking method. It's a it's a method of weighting down the body to keep it in its location. I can't get up to eat my family. My head's too heavy. I'm full of coins. Hmm. I'm like a piggy bank person. <laughs> Put some ankle weights on people before you bury them. I mean, it just, it just seems like there would have been a lot of, uh, if that's what you were worried about, there would have been much more effective or I, I guess efficient ways of doing that. Like, why don't you just burn people then? Well, and that was because that would have been more sanitary, probably too, if you're worried about disease and shit, which I guess they didn't know about at the time, probably. That was done. I'm imagining listener emails yelling at us about like, uh, like religious elements of it, and or just feasibility of getting a fire hot enough to burn a whole body and like inter it. Like, smells bad. Smells bad. Seems like a lot of work. You might as well just like put the human being in the ground, drill a fucking iron stake through their chest, and throw a bunch of dirt on it. You know, like. Difficult and gross too, though. Well, you want to be the guy who has to go around driving poles through dead people? I mean, I don't want to be that person, but I'm right. saying I'd rather throw somebody on a fire than like drive a stake through them. I'm just saying you got motherfuckers digging holes all day long, like you know. No, <laughs> no, I don't. I'm saying like these dudes are doing manual labor, <laughs> swinging a pickaxe. As soon as the body falls in, you go, cool, three pounds, and the stakes to their chest, they're done now, fill it in. A pickaxe? Well, like you prospecting know. While they're prospecting while they're burying people? Bro, you got to get the rocks out. How else are you going to dig your hole? You dig you dig holes with a pickaxe? You dig holes with a shovel. Mm. You get up rocks with a pickaxe. Mm. Or dig into rock with a pickaxe. Mm. Yeah. So they were prospectors. Sure. <laughs> Just put, you find a... You find a chunk of gold big enough, that shit's dense and heavy as fuck. You weigh that body down forever. This episode is dumb as shit. Are we done? Nah. <laughs> we can be. Are we close to done? Is the I time mean, to be done? Uh, we could be. I don't want to be done. Okay. I want you to tell me about fucking contemporary vampires, bro. Show me all your vampires. Show me all your vampires, bro. Um. All right. Well, there are definitely some people who think they are vampires. Well, what is... 
And what does that mean though? When people think they're vampires, does that mean that they just embrace like the concept of like sus- sustaining off of li- alive people? Well, there, there's sort of a spectrum as far as I could tell. They ain't dead. Uh, no, they're not dead, nor are they immortal as far as we can tell. Um, a lot of them believe that they need blood. Okay. It is specifically human blood in mm. order to live. How- or, again, spectrum. Some of them think they need it to live. Some of them think that their lives are vastly improved by consuming human blood. How, how does one procure quant- any quantity of another human's blood in order to consume it on a semi-regular basis? Uh, they share, as far as I could tell. So there are like... Oh, like you drink mine, I drink yours? Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds super sanitary. Mm-hmm. So there are I groups... I kind of got the yuckies just That's what I'm about saying. That. This was the shit I was reading about today that was like actually making me uncomfortable. Yards! There are uh, groups of people who call themselves vampires. Uh, there are... I read a few articles by the same researcher whose name I can't remember now and also researcher being used very loosely in this sense. Hanging out with weird people. Yeah, I mean like uh I guess cultural or social researcher in this sure. in this case. Sure. Uh John Edgar Browning. Okay. Um anyway, he was doing what he called ethnographic studies. Mm. of real vampires in several different cities. He spent a lot of time in New Orleans. That's in quotes, I think, right? Well, self-identifying real real vampires. They call themselves real vampires. Cool, cool, Um, cool. He spent a lot of time in New Orleans with a group of 30 to 50 people who believed that they needed to consume human blood, and they would essentially share within that group. Uh, sometimes, but is it human blood if you're all vampires? What? Well, the, <laughs> the logic does not hold. The logic obviously. breaks down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it starts broken and it continues to be broken. Quick, rob the blood mobile. <laughs> <laughs> well, so they they do it like ethically because everyone consents to it, and they're not technically. I don't think doing anything like that would be illegal. If I want to give you some of my blood, I don't think there are any laws saying I can't. No, I mean, no. Yeah. I and I don't, you... I don't know if there's anything like, I don't, I don't think I feel weird about it from an ethical or moral point either. Like, As long as we're all consenting want... adults here. Right. Yeah. Um, it's probably not the smartest thing or healthiest thing to be doing. I mean, I'm going to need paperwork. Right. <laughs> Bring that blood with some paperwork. Uh, but they, a, a lot of people will do it either by just like taking a syringe full, um, or sometimes people will use like a, a sanitized, uh, like a scalpel or a really sharp knife and make a small Ugh. cut and then Ugh. somebody will like suck on their arm. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Which that sounds Ugh. super unsanitary. Ugh. And like you would be at a very high risk of that getting infected. Ugh. <laughs> I'm bummed out now. Um, this went from Spooktober to ugh. Well, that's why I asked if you want to be done. This episode kind of. You're like, I got I got something, but it's going to hurt. I have content, but it kind of sucks. It yeah, hurts. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy reading it, nor am I enjoying talking about it. You guys have to have this with us now. <laughs> right. We're in this boat together, motherfuckers, and hey, we're going hey, weird. Hey, hey, smell this. Smell <laughs> it. That's a pretty good metaphor. If we're exploring Halloween topics, you motherfuckers are coming with us. Uh, Some of these groups of people or individual people also adopt other parts of the vampire lifestyle, such as being primarily nocturnal, tight, um, dressing like a fucking vampire, wearing all black and weird capes capes and and shit. shit. Yeah, cool. Um, Some people either file their teeth. Mm. Like their uh, their canine teeth to points or get some implants get like prosthetics, sure, yeah, yeah, sure, to, to appear more vampire like. Gross, cool, sweet. Uh-huh. Um, Not trying to yuck anybody's yum. Just it would weird mm. me out if it was in my mouth. But do do your the, the blood like, or the teeth? All of it. <laughs> but <laughs> having fangs actually seems like it could be kind of useful. But live your best life. Uh, does it? 
Yeah, sure. I mean, when when have you ever been like, boy, I can't bite through this thing? <laughs> Great point. <laughs> <laughs> However, counterpoint, if I had fangs, <laughs> if I had fangs, I would try and try and bite through more things. Would you though? Yeah. What would you try to bite through that you can't currently? The only thing I can think of people. is like, <laughs> I guess people would be step one. Small animals. The only thing I can think of is like, you know, I wouldn't cut my steaks ever again. Uh, you would still definitely have to cut your steaks. I'm thinking like, you know, you get those kettle chips that have like the real thick bags. You're like, damn, I don't have a scissors near me. Yeah. You're like sick. Glad I have these fucking sharp teeth. Yeah. And then you just go Ting, and you just yeah. get the edge. Yeah. You're that pop- sounds like popping a lot of- open bottles of beer and shit. Oh, okay. Especially well, if it's a prosthetic. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> Especially if that shit's fake. Yeah, I'd be opening bottles for sure. That's true. That'd be a pretty hot party trick. I'd be freaking people out. Mm-hmm. I'd be scaring animals. Dog barks at you, just show them your fangs and true. fuck them up. But then maybe that dog buries you in the ground and turns your femurs up on top of each other just to get you to stop fucking with it. He doesn't have thumbs. You're fine. That's a good point. He could dig his ass off, though. Well... Can't put you in there though. He can't decapitate you. True story. Um, some people, instead of some of these quote real vampires, uh, instead of feeding on blood, feed on psychic energy. Sick slash the person's essence. Mm. Hmm. It's very esoteric of them. Hmm. <laughs> some people claim to be able to do it from a distance, so they like astrally suck your essence. I'm going to suck your brain out. Astral essence sucking. So is this like, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So is this just like a, um, I mean, it seems like a metaphorical extension of the concept of sustaining life off of someone else's life blood. It's like, but in this case, I can psychologically sustain myself off of your psychological energy and power. And in this case, it seems like it's, consensual for the greater good or that's how the people participating perceive it at least okay i don't really understand though like it it has to be sort of a net neutral operation right like if you're if you're in a group of 20 people and you all feel like you need to other people's quote essence to survive or to like uh increase your own vitality right aren't you just draining someone else's at the same time like the, the you're only, not creating new essence whatever the fuck that would be i mean we're getting into some extremely nebulous like terminology right. but right. i guess my only my <laughs> yeah, only let's start with defining essence maybe well right i mean my only projection on what could possibly be the um like the logic behind it would be that potentially a human being in a certain state of, you know, energy or flow or creation or concentration or whatever could create somehow like create a surplus that they cannot use. You can like draw psychic energy from the universe or something. Yeah. Or you, or you can (laughs) such a stupid sentence. I mean, it's a weird, (laughs) yeah, it's a, uh, the whole thing is weird. I think what's weird to me is like the concept is, a dead being comes back to life and feeds on human energy in order to be more alive. And this contemporary version is like fucking alive people who are like, I'm alive. And also but I, need, I could be more alive. I need to think about your thoughts to be more alive. Mm-hmm. It seems derivative to the point of. Oh, it's total nonsense. Bullshit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. We out of here. <laughs> Guys, vampires are real in that there are weird people who sharpen their teeth with a file that might want to hurt you. <laughs> but only if you say they can. So look out this October. <laughs> also, if uh, somebody boy. wants to nail you to the ground when you're dead, just fucking let, let them so we can all well, be safer. You don't have a choice at that point. Well, you're if somebody right. wants to nail you to the ground when you're dead, you're getting nailed to the ground. Dude, can that be a new line item on my driver's license where it's like organ donor? Yes. Body donor. Yes. Nail me to the ground. If you think I might come back to haunt your family. Yes. yes. daddy. Yes. Can do. 
All right. Uh, we love y'all. Happy Halloween. We'll do maybe one more Halloween episode before the month ends. We'll see what happens. If you want to leave us a voicemail at 612-246-4614. If you want to send us an email, you can do that at hi at whatifpodcast.com. If you want twice as many episodes as you're getting right now on this free show, you can go to patreon.com slash whatifpodcast and you can get additional four hours of pods every single month for only five bucks a month. And very lastly, a shitload of you have given us reviews on iTunes uh, in exchange for a sticker. And I'm getting those out to everybody uh, this week. So thank you all for leaving that. If you want to leave us an iTunes review and tell us that you did in exchange for us shooting you a sticker, send us an email at hi at what if podcast.com with a screenshot of your review and your address and uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be mailing those out. So uh, please allow three years for shipping and handling. Spicer's a hater about this, uh, even though I'm totally doing it and it's tight and y'all are tight and y'all be nice as shit to us. So we love you and thank you. And if you want to do it, hot your boygan. All right, guys, have a good week. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Listen, you wee bastards. Life's too short to be messing around. You need to live your life. Enjoy your time here on planet Earth.